Hello, I'm Alison McLean. I'm part of the 4ZZZ Women on the Edge radio group. I am a sinister ride, disability and also major advocate for Food Not Bombs. Today I am going to tell you all about Food Not Bombs. Food Not Bombs is a worldwide grassroots movement to feed the homeless and oppose war at the same time. Each week, Food Not Bombs groups meet to share a meal of food items that have been donated or found while dumpster diving. Food Not Bombs' motto is everyone is welcome and the group aims to decrease food waste and build a sense of community. Food Not Bombs was founded in 1980 in Cambridge, Massachusetts. In Brisbane, the group meets on Fridays at People's Park in West End for community dinner. Agitate. Educate. Organise. Zed Digital. You're listening to Alison McLean on 4ZZZ for the Women on the Edge radio group. Today I'm talking to you about Food Not Bombs. In 2014, there are about 12 groups in Australia. Food Not Bombs in Brisbane is an all-volunteer organisation dedicated to non-violent social change. Food Not Bombs has no leaders and strives to include everyone in its decision process. They are three principles of Food Not Bombs. That all food prepared is vegan or vegetarian. That every Food Not Bomb group is autonomous and make their own decisions. And Food Not Bombs is not a charity and is devoted to non-violent social change. Next up, I'm talking to Andy Payne, musician, local Brisbane peace and social justice activist who has been involved in Food Not Bombs for four years. I've known Andy for about seven years. We met at a Rick League's protest in 2010. Hi, Andy. Thanks for talking to me today. You can be on the first official uh, episode about Food Not Bombs. Oh, that's excellent. That's very exciting. Thanks, Alison. Can you tell me your name and how you want to be described? Uh, my name's Andy Payne. Uh, people have described me many different ways, some of them favourable, some of them less favourable, uh, but... Uh, I'm happy with whatever. <laughs> Can you tell us how you got involved um, in Food Not Bombs? Oh, it's many years ago now, actually. Um, so I have to cast my memory back a long way. But it was in Sydney. Uh, there was a group, and we didn't call it Food Not Bombs. It was actually called People's Kitchen. And I met some people at punk gigs, actually, who did this. And uh, I went along, um, and it was very exciting for me. I had never really thought much about food before as beyond just something that you ate because it tasted good or it fueled your body but these people saw f- food as a way of like building community as a way of welcoming strangers and as a way of kind of changing how our streets operated because instead of just being all shops there was suddenly somebody giving away things and it totally changed how you thought about what our streets looked like and so it was very exciting and so I kept going back and I've kept doing it ever since. That sounds fun. How long have you been involved in Food Not Bombs? Well, that was probably seven and a half years ago, and I've done it pretty much ever since. <laughs> wow, that's a long time. Yeah. So what sort of things do you do to prepare for Food Not Bombs? So here in Brisbane, most of the food that we uh, use for Food Not Bombs comes from supermarket dumpsters. Uh, they throw out a lot of good food, and so we usually, me and some friends, go out and we'll raid 
sometimes one supermarket bin, sometimes a couple, and get all the food that we'd used to cook. And then on a Friday afternoon, we go and cook for a few hours and then serve it up on the street. What's your first thing you have ever found dumpster diving? I think Kim came up with that question. <laughs> well, I, I've i lived entirely off dumpsters pretty much for longer than that, you know, for like eight years or something. Um, and so there's a, a lot of things in that time. And so that's a pretty good thing just in that. And I like that you can eat healthy food as well. You know, you get a lot of junk food, but you get a lot of vegetables and uh, good uh, good healthy carbs and things like that and so but the best thing I've ever got I once we were about to do uh, an activist convergence where people were going to do long bushwalks trespassing on a, a military training base right and so we were getting ready for this and it just happened that a few days before we were going to leave up there I dumpstered huge bags full of dried fruits and nuts and so we could make everybody these little scroggin packs to take when they were going to go trespassing and we had heaps left over in the end as well and so that would have to be probably my favourite thing. When I was a little boy I liked to catch the rain While people all around my town watched it flow right down the drain But cause our little shit in the bush wasn't on the main People waste a lot of good stuff. Why do you think we should take produce out of the bin? Yeah, people definitely do waste a lot of good stuff. And I think uh, there's, yeah, an issue really about what we consider to be important in society, you know. For most of the way that we operate, what's important and what's valuable is what you can make money off. And so food that's maybe a little bit past its best or maybe it's in a dented can or something like that, because you can't make money off it, we suddenly think that it's useless, which is just not true. Like, we've just got our values all wrong. And so I think it's getting food out of the bin in some ways is challenging those values that say that only what you can make money off is important. It's like, no, no, if something... You maybe can't make money off this, but you can still use it to eat. You can still use it to welcome a stranger and show a stranger kindness. You can still use it to uh, build an autonomous community space on the street and and all kinds of things, not just food. Lots of things that are thrown out are still perfectly good to be used. And so I think that's a good reason to, to take things that would otherwise be thrown out. What are people... Are people worried about eating stuff out of the bin? Yeah, I sometimes wonder about this because we don't necessarily tell everybody. <laughs> I know about this. I've been involved for a few months, and I've never. This is the first time he's actually told me about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must have picked it up, Alison. Um, yeah, so uh, I. I sometimes wonder about this. I think mostly people seem to think the food's pretty good and I've never heard any reports of anybody getting sick from Food Not Bombs. It helps that it's vegan food and so it cuts down on some of the bacterial possibilities. But I think a lot of people are are surprised, I guess, but then the... I guess the evidence is right there before them that it's okay because we've cooked up all this food and it tastes good and it looks good and so it's a bit of a shock to people and and often when people find out they think, oh, that's really good because I can't believe people are just wasting all this. It's good that you've made it useful and so maybe some people are 
aren't very keen on it, but uh, I think they're the minority. And also, what's your, we got a couple more questions. What's your personal motivation for your Food Not Bombs work, Andy? Well, for me, I think I often say that Food Not Bombs taught me how to cook, right? I didn't really know how to cook before I started doing Food Not Bombs. Uh, like, and so it taught me lots of tips, and I watched other people cook and saw how they did it and learnt recipes and things like that. But I think it also taught me how to eat because before that I never really saw the possibilities that were in food. You know, I just you went to the supermarket, you bought whatever was easy to cook, you took it home and ate it, and um, and that was all food was. But to me now, I think food not bombs is really a part of my vision for the kind of world that we can create, the kind of suburbs that we we can create. That you know, it welcomes strangers and everybody's equal there, you know, it's, there's no kind of, oh, you deserve food or you don't, it's just like, no, come and eat, and we all sit down together at the same table and, or the same ground and sit around and, and talk, and so, to me, it's about the food, you know, and it's about people getting that basic necessity of something to eat, but also it's about much more than that, uh, about a little vision of the kind of world that we'd like to create. Signed a petition, wore a wristband, liked a Facebook page. What else is there left to do now but sit and wait for the world to change? Well, sit on a fence, sit on a road, sit in a tree, sit locked onto a piece of machinery. Sit with your friends and plan out your dreams, but don't just sit waiting. You're listening to 4 Triple Z. This is the Women on the Edge series. We're, We're working, working together, together to bring, bring more women, women to radio. radio. Tune in for the next hour to hear our stories. <laughs> 